0: Hello and welcome to the final therapy for me for 2021. And what I thought I'd do is I thought I'd have a little end of the year game, Um, almost like a a school report, I suppose. Um, And what I'm going to do is instead of doing my normal Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday um, setup, I'm going to just focus in on five things that have struck me through the year that I keep thinking back on and have made a real impression on me. Um, Now, there could be things that are still ongoing and developing. It could be a single situation. But I've got five things in my head that I'm going to go through. And so what I'm going to invite you to do now is, if you want to play along at home, and you can play along at home, and if you've been listening to this all the way through the year, you're probably going to get these without any any real issue or, or trouble. Grab a piece of paper, or in your head if you can do that. I can't, but if you can. And just scroll down the five things that you think... I'm going to come back to and say are going to be my reflections on 2021. So what I'll do is I'll give you a few seconds now. So pretty much, in fact, you might even be able to hear the clock in the background. So let's, let's go for five. There you go. So that's enough time to have made a few notes, and you've got the little bit of guitar as well. So see if you've got the same five that I'm going to get, and we'll come straight back after, for the last time this year, a little bit of that twangy guitar. Okay, so we're going to start with probably the darkest of, of of the lot, working towards the fact that I'll try and get more positive before we get to the end. But the first one I want to reflect on and that's really struck me is that we need to, we need to look at what's going on. We're, 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 we're falling to a sleight of hand trick in terms of the fact that we're concentrating on COVID and we're concentrating on the pandemic and we're concentrating on the complete disaster or a lot of the time the disaster the government's making of this and what we're not doing is looking at what the government's doing with its right hand while it's waving its left and by that i mean that we're not looking at the legislation we're not looking at what's going through parliament at the moment because what with the um with the borders bill and the police crime bill um there's some really quite dark things going on in the background um the right of protest is is pretty much being wiped away the right of of a group of people to get together and to protest um on the back of something and you've only got to think back to the um you know to the anti brexit the remain marches and what have you all those things will disappear a lot of the protests with regard to extinction rebellion or with regard to the uh, insulate um protests they're effectively going to be the police are going to be given powers to be to be able to just stop those make them turn them into criminal offences the, the the mere idea of people getting together and making some form of noise will be something that's enough to allow police to close down these kind of things so the right to peaceful um, protest is being eroded and it's being eroded on the back of a very small amount of uh, of of, of um, kind of not proof but just the sheer act of making noise as a group of people is enough to allow something to be closed down and that's that's not how protest works Protest involves noise. Um, So some of the things that are in that bill um, are really not very nice. And some of the things that are in the immigration and borders bill are really not very nice as well, including the ability or the powers the Home Secretary is going to have to basically just withdraw citizenship at a moment's notice for no real reason other than... Well... I kind of want to say petty right-wing racism, but that's probably a little bit unfair to. Well, I don't know who it's unfair to, but the 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 point is, there's there's powers being shifted. There's power being shifted away from the 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 bits of the state that is 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 supposed to regulate, and it's being put in the hand of hands of of, of unelected government officials. So the judiciary, which is supposed to be the break on a lot of these things, is, is you know, ever since, ever since the Supreme Court got very unhappy with the prorogation of Parliament, then this government has been out for the Supreme Court because this government doesn't like anybody telling them they can't do exactly what they want to do. And so what we're seeing now is legislation, and buried within legislation we're seeing fundamental rights being taken away, things that, are part of our democratic process being taken away. And while we can jump up and down and scream about places like China or whatever we want to scream about, the fact of the matter is that there are things happening over here that would be seen, if it was in a regime like China, would be seen as being completely authoritarian, and yet they're working their way into our legislation. So one of my first... It was a fear at the start of last year, and it's working its way through the system. And everything that's going on isn't not only isn't stopping it; it's actually providing great cover for it. Covid and Brexit combined are providing great cover to allow a lot of this pernicious legislation um, to work its way through uh, Parliament. <laughs> I've had four jabs this year, having gone from not having had an injection or a a vaccination of any kind for what seems like a ridiculous amount of time. I mean, you know, decades worth of time. Um, I've had four inoculations this year, three COVID and one flu. My flu for the first time. Um, And I just want to... I want to say how great a thing it is, how, where we are and, and and what's allowed us to get to this place and this system they're using now to create vaccines that can, that can, you know, change cells and change the way cells behave to allow us to protect ourselves from things is, is, is really, really impressive science. And the fact that, you know i mean the science of what they've done to create the vaccines from my understanding is only about 20 or 30 years old that it's actually even been a thing that we understood you could start to to use you know to work in this way to manipulate the way that that that, that our bodies behave and of course what it's opened up now is is huge possibilities for what we can do in the future there's there's i was listening to a, a something the other day that was saying that we're getting very close to a, a vaccine for breast cancer um, we're rolling out a vaccine for malaria, a disease, a, you know, a, a truly, truly cruel disease that, that takes so many children every year. And although the malaria vaccine is only 40 or 50 percent effective, I think at the moment, the one they're rolling out, the, the, that's, a, that's a ridiculous amount of saved human life and of course that will only get better so we're starting to that process of wiping out a disease like malaria that 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 is 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 truly a huge taker of life and truly hugely hugely cruel so not only am i over the moon to have had four jabs this year um i'm in awe of what's brought us to this point i'm in awe of how the world just got together you know, and join together and join hands to allow the development of this in such a short space of time because this is a very, very precise science. Um and and the work that was involved and the and the cooperation that was involved to get us here is quite monumental. And of course it's it's where do we go next? Because these these will be the cures for cancer. The ability to you know to reprogram genes will be Will be that cure, so I think it's a phenomenal thing, um, and you know I just think we need to shout it out and say, well, this is this is a huge step forward, and the malaria thing is just massive, absolutely massive. Um, I mean, you, you can't help thinking that if if malaria had been something that had Im- impacted on the US or Europe, that it would this would have been sorted before now, but. The the fact is that we've got there um, and we're able to and we're able to start to do something about it, which I think is I think is brilliant. I must remember to put a spoiler alert in the notes, so nine minutes twenty-five seconds is the point where you need to avoid. But then I can't I don't know if anybody's not heard this news now, but we'll go with it anyway, you know, and I'll put the spoiler in just in case but number 3 in the things that have really hit me um this year bond died james bond died um now take take away what i think about the film and um i don't know if the film stands up to an enormous amount of critical scrutiny and we've we've looked at that and it, you know i still don't think it's as good as Cine Royale or as good as as good as skyfall or what have you but the point is the fact is james bond died now that's that's a thing that's that's never happened in you know anybody's lifetime um but i never thought i'd walk out of a i'd walk out of a cinema having seen the conclusion of a bond film with with james bond having having died so um, I've got to shout it out as being a huge thing that hit me in the year because, it, it, you know, I, I knew we were getting to the end of the story arc, but I, I just wasn't, I wasn't prepared for that. Uh, and I know it'll be a reboot, and we'll have all this, and essentially every James Bond dies to a certain extent, but not the way this was done. You know, it's it's testament to the power of of Daniel Craig that he 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 completed the story arc in the way that he clearly wanted to complete the story arc. Um, and no Bond has ever done that to this extent before. So, um, but yeah, I mean, man, that's a that's a big deal. I need to continue to talk about the thing that's made a huge difference um, to my life over the past decade, really, but particularly in the last 18 months, two years. Um, and that is the power of running and walking. Um, I did my last run today full a year and that's uh, 200 runs I think I've done in 2021 so therefore I will have done 160 odd walks because I've, I've, I've every single day I've walked or run um, in most cases a minimum of four miles um, and I've hit probably a thousand and sixty miles in terms of running I don't know what I've done in terms of of, of walking um, but I'm going to be somewhere in the sort of 1700 mile kind of territory i would have thought overall um maybe not much as that certainly 15 1600 miles worth of worth of ground covered um so um and if, and it's 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 a savior there's there's absolutely there's absolutely no doubt i mean um you know i i've often joked that i run to offset and i do i i, I run to offset you know, alcohol and food, two things that I don't really want to, you know, give up if I can avoid it. Um, and, you know, certainly I don't want to give up food, obviously, but I, but I like the things I like. So the fact that, you know, uh, I managed to power through and finish the cheese board off last night, uh, you know, which, which which was an effort I, I gladly made. I don't want to not be able to do those things. Uh, now, at the end of the day, I could I could do with losing some weight, and and you know, and, and that's always been the case. I've been same same weight I have I am now for a long long time, um, but the fact that my you know my weight hasn't gone up in the last fifteen twenty years, if anything, it's come down a little bit. Is 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 testament to to the fact that you know I I'm, I'm taking a bit more a, a little bit more exercise. Uh, it's only fifty percent of the bargain, but. The exercise, coupled with the mental health benefit, is 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 massive. So I just want to shout out to to the running and the walking, or the swimming, or the cycling, or whatever it is that you do, um, and how how much of a thing it, it is. It's it's without a shadow of a doubt. It's got me through the last you know two years. Um, there's 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 no doubt um, at all, and it's not. It, this is not about. I'm never gonna run a marathon, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna run a sub-eight minute mile, I'm never gonna run those things aren't going to happen. Too much would need other thing too much other stuff would need to change to, to enable me to do that. Um but I would like to think that I could still be running when I'm fifty-five or when I'm sixty or when I'm sixty-five. I'd like to think that I'm still able to go out and walk. You know, four, six, eight, ten miles quite comfortably when I'm 65, when I'm 70, um, and and to a certain extent, part of that is is doing it now. It's no point. It's no point getting to 67, 68, and saying, "Well, I want, I still want to still be walking when I'm 75." If you haven't actually walked up until that point or run, um, and that sounds that sounds like I'm, you know, I'm. That's probably the wrong thing to say because at the end of the day, you choose and you do what. You do what you want to do and that's all of which is fine. But if I want to be able to do those things, it makes sense to put some of the, you know, foundation for that in now. And at the same time as I'm putting that a little bit of foundation in, I'm just getting this this benefit. This benefit of being out in the fresh air, giving myself time to think and to breathe and for things to settle. Um and it's and it's helping me through the rest of through the rest of the day or the week. So number 4 on the list has got to be has got to be that exercise hour or 45 minutes or whatever it is in a day and how important that's that's become and you know this year is the first year ever that I started on the 1st of January and I finished on the 31st of December and he's hoping I can do the same thing I can do the same thing next year <laughs> How have you got on so far? How many have you got? Um, for those of you sat with, you know, with four out of four so far, thinking, I wrote Boris down first and he's not mentioned Boris. What's going? What's happening? Where's Boris? Is Boris the one that's coming last? Um, you're fine. Boris is the one that's coming last. And I said I was going to build to the end and trying to make the end more positive. So I'm going to have Boris and positive as the last two things that have really struck me or resonated through the course of the year. Um, I could have gone Brexit. You're probably quite surprised that I've not gone Brexit. Um, Brexit is playing out and will continue to play out. It's integral to the Boris thing anyway. But um, Brexit, I still think was a bad idea, and I still think it was a, a, a you know a, um, both an act of self harm and, and a and a and a really you know mini I can't even say it real manipulative moment in British history, but. Um, Brexit will continue. Brexit's journey's got a long way to go, um, and and we you know people are slowly starting to see how shocking Brexit is, and that's fine. So I'm not I'm not saying Brexit. So if you have written Brexit, you haven't got it it's wrong. I'm going Boris, um, and I'm going Boris because I think the spell's been broken. I think Boris is now a busted flush. Um, he it's obvious particularly in the last part of the year but you could go back all year and it's it's kind of it's kind of been the same he's he's just not competent he's not a man who should be anywhere near leading or running a country and I think it's been realized I think he's fatally fatally um, you know wounded as far as the party's concerned I think they will be looking now around at ways to get rid of him um, but I don't think they'll be in a rush to do it when I say He's He's gone. I don't mean he's going to be gone necessarily straight away or any time in the next 6, 9, 12 months, but he's done. He's done. And it would make sense to keep him around in the same way they kept Theresa May around for a little while because there's there's stuff to come out yet. There's plenty we don't know that he's not going to play well for this current government, so the men in grey suits are quite happy that he's there. All the people lined up who think they'd like a crack at it, you know. And if you if you're listening, Liz Truss, I'm talking about you because let's face it, you're very brazen about it, about what you want and the fact that you should you think you should be doing that job, but you're not going to jump in yet because he's still got. A lot to get through. There's still a lot of mud that's going to be thrown uh, and it's not going to play well, so you might as well let him take it. So the, the Liz Trusses and the, and the Rishi Sunaks are going to sit and they're going to wait and they're going to hang tight, so those people still think they're in for a chance in the same way that Jeremy Hunt still thinks he's probably in with a chance. Um, and we'll wait and see how it plays out. But the fact is the mask's been ripped away all those things that most most of us knew, um, everybody's getting sick and tired with now. And there's no, there's no route back because you can't fix something that was never right in the first place. It's all right saying Boris has got to sort his act out, but he can't sort his act out because that's how it's always been. And so it's not going to change. It is what it is. He's done. He's done, and it's just a matter of the the right time. Whichever one of the, of the of the of the things going on in the background of the Tory Party, whichever one of those, whether it's the you know the fiscal conservatives or the centrist conservatives or whoever, ultimately is pulling those strings. That those things will work their way out of the shadows, and they will replace him at some point. But he is done, no more, no less. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave that as the last one because that's been that's been the point of the year in in you know political sense it's been it's been the resolution of that journey um and now we just gotta we've just gotta wait and see how it it plays out we're in the last we're in the last section of the movie and all the loose ends are being wrapped up and we know the way this thing is gonna end um and that's it. That's my little very quick round-up. Tried to do it under 20 minutes, managed, not quite managed it yet again, but that's my little round-up of, um, of 2021. How many did you get? Um, and I could have gone with loads of stuff. I, you know, I the the, the podcasts, the, the you know, Jace um, with the 942 podcast, H with the Corona Diaries podcast, they've been fantastic. The, the, you know, the, working with the team at the MIA has been absolutely fantastic. Absolutely amazing through the course of the year. Getting away for a few days, getting to Spain was superb. But then getting away to Cornwall was superb. Fishing's been fantastic this year. There's so many other things I could pick um, that that have been that have that have been great. But I, I wanted to go with those kind of five as the ones that have have hit and I think have got you know lasting sort of consequences outside of my little uh, my little sphere. Um, look, have a great have a great evening. Have a great New Year. Uh, we'll regroup and we'll talk again um and we'll get down to more, you know, mundane type rants in the in the coming days and weeks. But stay stay very safe. Uh thank you for listening. Uh, it's amazing knowing people out there even listening. Uh big shout out as well to I must shout out to Paul. Uh, Lazinski in uh, in Oregon because he sent me a Taco Bell t-shirt how mad is that? How mad is it that somebody hears you talk about Taco Bell on the podcast and sends you a Taco Bell t-shirt which I wore yesterday Paul Uh, thanks for buying the athletic fit for me mate it's very very generous of you, a little bit snug I have to say but I wore it yesterday Um, so thank you for that, that was absolutely absolutely superb but how amazing that somebody would do that, how amazing that somebody would send me a a Christmas Carol um, Jigsaw, which I did on Christmas no I did on Boxing Day um, the the little the little family and the you know the 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 people I've met and interacted with through all the podcasts are just so lovely and so fantastic and it is just an absolute joy and the whole Discord family and everybody on there and Jeff for setting up Discord and all those kind of things just absolutely wonderful and superb so I feel truly blessed um, and all I can say is stay safe and I'll speak to you all very very soon. <laughs>